And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the pulse industry gets a big financial boost. But first, the farm weather. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy, 60% chance of showers. Today, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high 16, the low 8. Tomorrow, cloudy with a 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon. Wind northwest 20, the high 16, the low plus 5. Friday, partly cloudy, the high 15, the low plus 5. Saturday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 14, the low 8. Sunday, the forecast just says rain, with a high of 15, the low 8. Monday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 13, the low 4. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high near 11. The normal high is 18 for this date, the normal low is 4. The sun rose at 629 this morning, it sets at 720 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at 15, Saskatoon 11, Swift Current 10, Weyburn 15, Yorkton is 11. The hot spot this hour is leader in western Saskatchewan at 18 degrees. In Regina, cloudy in 12. That's 54 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 22. Humidity 77%. The barometer rising 101.6. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 13. Winds are from the southeast at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 12. That's 54 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one-stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley made a major pulse funding announcement in Saskatoon yesterday. He said just over $18 million will go to pulse crop research, market development and innovation over the next five years. The bulk, $11 million, comes from the federal and provincial government's Canadian Agricultural Partnership. It will be leveraged by another $7.2 million from the pulse sector, including nearly $1.5 million in producer levies collected by Saskatchewan pulse crop growers. The chair of the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers, Corey Leeson from Radisson, says the money will be allocated towards crop research and market development. It's hard to differentiate which is more important. I mean, often as growers we think, well, you know, I've got this production problem, we need to do something about that. But we also really need to work on trade relationships and export markets and, and new uses because we can produce, but we have to be able to sell. And so the two go hand in hand. Um, I see equal importance really on, on both fronts in terms of research and, and market development. Canada's pulse sector wants to reduce reliance on a handful of markets. That was illustrated this past year when India, our largest market for peas and lentils, imposed large tariffs, drying up sales and reducing prices. Alison Amater is the chair of Pulse Canada. This is a really critical time for our sector. We have to adjust to some changes within our traditional markets and identify ways to remain competitive in a changing world. With this in mind, Pulse Canada has set an ambitious target to create new markets or uses for 25% of Canadian pulse production by the year 2025. That translates to roughly 2 million tonnes of Canadian pulses being used in new markets by 2025. 
Leeson says there are many possibilities. Pulses being included in processed foods is one area. Pet food is another area that illustrates huge growth potential. Aquaculture is another possibility. So that we're looking at a range of different uses, primarily focused then on, on North American consumption so that we can diversify the market and be a little less reliant on some of the big export markets like India and China. Even though farmers planted 12% fewer peas and 14.5% less lentils this year, carrion stocks are expected to rise because of the slower pace of exports. It may be time to put in storage all the pumpkins and other garden production which could be hurt by severe frost. The forecast is for snow in the far north of Saskatchewan and rain in many parts of the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. Terry Lang at the Weather Office says a heavy frost will hit the Grain Belt over the coming week. Looks like we're probably going to get uh, some frost uh, in behind uh, this uh, re- this like the system that's coming through now, probably through central uh, regions, northern grain belt, central sections again. Looks like uh, Friday night into Saturday, and uh, next week uh, as the cold air really settles in, I think we're probably going to get a fairly big uh, killing frost across the, the south. Looks like probably Tuesday morning, so people should be prepared, you know, uh, with their you know bedding plants and the like. Or if there's still some people out there uh, doing some farming uh, that is susceptible to frost, to see if they can get that off. Terry Lang is with Environment Canada. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Politicians, railway executives and farm leaders will talk about grain transportation during a 90-minute meeting late this afternoon in Saskatoon. Transport Minister Mark Garneau and Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley have called the session to get an update now that harvest is underway. Both railways have filed preliminary plans for winter grain movement, which is now required under Bill C-49, the new transportation legislation. The hope is that Bill C-49 will make both railways more accountable to grain companies and farmers. Daryl Fransu of Glasslin is a director of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. He's looking forward to today's meeting. I always hope that when they have communication like this, that something good is going to come out of it. But we've seen in the past that it's been more of a PR stunt or, or, a, or a GR stunt uh, in the past. So I'm not overly hopeful, but communication is never a bad thing. Fransu will hear the latest information from the two major railways. It's to the point where we, we've heard enough. They've just got to move our grain. It's that simple in a, in a timely fashion when it has to be moved. They can talk about their cars. They can talk about their locomotives. They can talk about people they've hired. But now it's time to, to put the proof where the pudding is. Fransu was asked if another meeting should be held in the winter. To be quite frank, is there a worse time to hold a meeting with farm leaders? Uh, right in the middle of harvest. Uh, I'm disappointed in that respect. So obviously any, any time but harvest and seeding would, would work a lot better for us. Fransu was asked about grain movement so far this crop year. Yeah, you know, I've heard hit and miss in some areas. They're, they're still having a little, little bit of troubles, but I think uh, with the pace of harvest, especially in, in western and northwestern Saskatchewan, where if we're 10% done, that's it. So uh, it's giving him lots of time to move the very little that's come off the fields right now. Fransu was asked about delayed pipelines, expanded rail movement of oil, and the impact on grain shipments. Absolutely. It's a no-brainer to have that pipeline built. And, and the numbers don't lie. The rail does move oil over grain. It's that simple. They move frac sand over grain. They move all commodities over grain. So the, the, the pipeline is a no-brainer to get that off the rail 
so we can have more capacity for grain. Franzu remains hopeful about the grain movement meeting. Yeah, no, absolutely, I'm hopeful. Like I said, communication is never a bad thing, and and I expect them to be uh, to be very forward with us. Uh, the one thing that CN has done well is communication. Even if you think it's a PR stunt or whatnot, uh, I, I do appreciate that on their behalf. Franzu expects to hear some details about Bill C-49 aimed at supporting grain shipments. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to play a part in it. Um, I, I've said from the get-go that it's a, it's a bill that doesn't have a lot of teeth, but it's better than what we had. It's something in the near future we're going to have to uh, circle the wagons and work on, whether it be uh, delve into the, uh, the MRE or do a cost interview or something like that so farmers can get back on a, an even footing with the monopoly railways. It could be several months to see if Bill C-49 is effective. I hope that it's, uh, it's more than six months because that means our grain's moving. But I, I suspect in the next three to four months we'll, we'll know where we stand with the railways again for this crop season. Fransu was asked about his harvest in northern Saskatchewan, about 460 kilometres northwest of Regina. In my little area, there's uh, absolutely zero done so far. I'm, I'm at zero. Another rainy week by the looks of it. Hopefully the snow stays away. Uh, we're still early. You know, it's not panic mode yet, but it sure be nice to have a lot more off than we have. Fransu says last week's frost caused some crop damage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on our farm, we, we did get touched a little bit, but there's... There's a lot of canola that was very green that's going to be hurt in this area. It's going to, it's going to affect the overall number in Canada. Fransu is looking at drying some of his harvest. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. We're going to be drying a lot of wheat. Um, that's just part of the part of the process up here. Fransu discusses yield and quality. We were fortunate up in this area, and that's one of the reasons we're late is we did have uh, an abundance of rain. And, and cooler weather, so the crop should be a fairly decent size in this little area. Fransu is hoping for a return to warm, dry harvest weather. Back in a moment. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell 370 at 451.22. Oats dropped 60 cents at 153.41. Number one red spring wheat gained 87 cents at 237.87. The rest were unchanged. Durham 241.77. Feed barley 187.63. Flax four hundred seventy nine dollars. Yellow peas two twenty one fifty four. Feed wheat one ninety six ninety nine. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up seven and a quarter cents at five eighty two and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two forty one eighty or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, September the 12th. A big run here today with 450 cows and bulls, 1,000 feeder cattle, a total of 1,450 for the day. Cows and bulls selling just a touch lower than last week. D1, D2 cows, 73 to 83, sales to 85, 86. D3 cows, 63 to 73. Cows are averaging 78.50. Good bulls, 101 to 111, sales to 115. The bulls are averaging 105. Onto the feeder market, never sold any feeders here this morning, so this is last Wednesday's feeder results. Onto the steer side, these calves and yearlings sold to a very strong dem- demand last week. Listen up. Three to four hundred pound steers, 270 to 289. Four to fives, 245 to 270. 
five to six hundred pound steers, two thirty to two forty five, six to sevens, two twelve to two twenty three, seven to eight hundred pound steers, two oh five to two sixteen, and eight to nine hundred pound steers, two dollars to two oh nine. On to the heifers. Four to five hundred pound heifers, two ten to two thirty, five to sixes, one ninety five to two oh seven, six to sevens, one eighty nine to one ninety nine. Seven to eight hundred pound heifers, one eighty seven to one ninety seven, and eight to nine hundred pound heifers, one seventy to one eighty eight. Our first pre sort will be next week, Wednesday, September the nineteenth, starting on Monday and Tuesday. Please phone in and pre book your cattle. Please and thank you. And it's time of the month again here, sheep lamb goat sale this Friday, September the fourteenth. Lots of bigger groups listed for this sale already. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,900 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 108 to 122 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling a range of 115 to 124 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is sharply higher, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is up 13 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3141. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.84 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets continued higher in yesterday's trade, with gains of more than $3 U.S. a hundred rate reported for the Midwestern regions. While pork product prices were higher by about $1.50 U.S. a hundred rate yesterday due to a jump in pork belly prices, the large gain in live hog bids came at the expense of packer profitability. Expected landfall of Hurricane Florence in North Carolina on Friday will likely cause a major disruption to Smithfield's Tar Heel facility, which would likely impact U.S. cash prices. If the plant were unable to operate on Friday and Saturday, approximately 50,000 hogs would be pushed into the following week, which could displace animals into the Midwestern region. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast at the start of Agri-News, the outlook today is cloudy with a 60% chance of showers, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high 16, the low 8. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon. Wind northwest, 20, the high 16, the low 5. In Regina, cloudy and 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.